Welcome to the Kingdom Truth Podcast with Bible teacher Yolanda Tyler. Bible teacher Yolanda Tyler teaches the good news of Jesus Christ and biblical Christian principles that empower all people with real-life timeless applications for daily kingdom living. Now here's your host, Bible teacher Yolanda Tyler, sharing kingdom truths for kingdom living. Well, praise the name of the Lord, everybody. We are excited about God's word on this day. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We thank you, Father, for every online listener that they will hear your word and receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to continue our sermon series titled, The True Gospel of Salvation. The True Gospel of Salvation. I will be reading in your hearing from the New American Standard Version of the Bible, Galatians chapter 2, verses 15 to 21. We are Jews by nature and not sinners from among the Gentiles. Nevertheless, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through faith in Christ Jesus, even we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, since by the works of the law, no flesh will be justified. But if while seeking to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have also been found sinners. Is Christ then a minister of sin? May it never be. For if I rebuild what I have once destroyed, I prove myself to be a transgressor. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died needlessly. We learned from our previous lessons, number one, that the true gospel of salvation is for all mankind. Number two, it is not by works. Number three, it is in faith alone. And number four, it is in Christ alone. Number five, the true gospel of salvation does not promote sin. Let's go back to our foundational text, Galatians 2.17. But if while seeking to be justified in Christ, we ourselves have also been found sinners, is Christ then a minister of sin? May it never be. So the apostle Paul is now hearing from his opponents, the Judaizers and Peter Barnabas and some of the other Jewish Christian leaders are now siding with these men. So verse 17 begins with a conditional conjunction, the word but, and it opposes the previous statement. In this verse, the word seeking means to seek in order to find out, reasoning, to inquire into, or giving attention and priority to and deliberately pursuing after something. The word justified here is in the passive tense, which simply means it's already done. 
There's nothing else we can do. Man cannot justify himself while seeking to be right with God. The Apostle Paul opponents, the Judaizers, in their reasoning and their searching, they come to their own conclusion and false doctrine based on lies. Galatians 2.17b, and it states, We ourselves have also been found sinners. The word sinner here comes from the Greek word hermatolos. Here these false brethren begin to twist the truth of the true gospel of salvation. They are arguing that because they were made righteous simply by believing Christ died for them, why bother to obey God's commandments? Why bother to live right? The true gospel of salvation does not promote sin. It does not give us a license to sin against God and live according to our own standards and rules. We must take responsibility and we're accountable for our actions and our behaviors. We are called to a higher level. These Judaizers were perverting the gospel. They were in violation of the pure gospel. They had fallen into the enemy's trap. Christ did not die for us, for us to go back to living in sin. We are saints of the most high God called to live a holy, righteous life. So we must be careful who we allow to influence us. Even if they're in the church, not everybody in the church is saved. Not everybody in the church is walking in obedience to the Lord. There are false brethren in the church today. We must watch and pray and stand for the truth and do what is right and pleasing in the eyes of the Lord. No matter what, God didn't save us to go back into religion. He didn't save us to go back into tradition and to a life of sin. Sin does not reign or control the believer's life. That's the old life before Christ. The scripture declares in Romans 6 verses 12 to 14, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. And then according to 2 Corinthians 5.17, the Bible declares, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And when we unite with Christ, we are never ever the same person again. The true gospel of salvation does not promote sin. Peter and the other Jews that had joined these false brethren were believing the lies and returning to the law, which they also had once forsaken and abandoned. And the Lord is speaking to us today. We cannot return to the law. As believers, we have forsaken the law and there's not anything that we can do to get us accepted before God. We cannot work our way into heaven. We are not justified by our human efforts, our activity. And the greatest tragedy of legalism is 
trying to be more right with God and trying to earn favor before God through our actions. And while we are walking out this faith journey, we must obey God's commandments and submit to the word of God. Matthew 5, 17 declares, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Jesus came to fulfill the law. He died a horrible death on Calvary's cross to deliver us from the penalty and the power and the presence of sin. And it's by God's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit that we can live for Jesus. Scripture declares in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought for a price, therefore glorify God in your body. Jesus paid a high price for our salvation. Why would anyone go back to their old life of living in sin and separated from God? We as believers, we have a new master. And when we enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, we surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. He is our Lord and master. We must obey Christ out of our love for him. The Bible declares in John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. Do you love the Lord today? I encourage you, surrender your life, rededicate your life, and simply walk in obedience because the true gospel of salvation does not promote sin. Let's go back to Galatians 2, 17b. It reads, is Christ then a minister of sin? May it never be. The King James Version reads, Is there for Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. May it never be comes from the Greek word genomai. And it simply means not possible, not so. One commentary stated the Apostle Paul answers this accusation with an emphatic no. His reply is abrupt and it suggests that Paul is pointing out that after believing on the Lord Jesus, if we go back to the law in any form or practice, we too then are declaring that Christ's atoning death on the cross is not sufficient. That is not so. God forbid, may it never be. Jesus died to save us from our sin. The Jews and the Gentiles and all of us believers, we had to forsake the law and we had to embrace the grace and faith in Christ Jesus. Peter confirms this when he is speaking at the consul at Jerusalem in Acts 15 verses 10 and 11. Now, therefore, why do you put God to the test by placing upon the neck of the disciples a yoke which neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus in the same way as they also are. Both Paul and Peter were once in agreement on the doctrine of justification by faith. Peter knew better. He knew he was saved by grace and the Gentiles were saved by grace. 
Peter knew this was the only way to come into right relationship with the Lord God. And at the same time, we must practice righteousness and live a holy life before the Lord. It does not give us a license to sin because the true gospel of salvation does not promote sin. Let's go back to our foundational text, Galatians 2 verse 18. Number six, the true gospel of salvation tears down the law. It states, for if I rebuild what I have once destroyed, I prove myself to be a transgressor. The NLT version reads, rather, I am a sinner. If I rebuild the old system of law, I already tore down. Now, in this verse, we see the Apostle Paul is changing from the first person plural to the first person singular. And the word rebuild in this text means to build up from the foundation, to restore, to repair. The word destroyed is defined as to dissolve, disunite, demolish what has already been built. The doctrine of justification by faith, it destroys and demolishes and it tears down the law and the old system of legalism. And you may ask Bible teacher Tyler, who is this Jesus that you're talking about? Well, the Bible says in Romans 10, 9, if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So Father God, we thank you for salvation that's taking place all around the globe. In Jesus name, amen. God bless you until we meet again. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Truth Podcast with Bible teacher Yolanda Tyler. Please subscribe to our podcast so you will know when the next episode is published. To hear more biblical teachings and give to support the ministry, please visit our website at www.thekingdomtruth.org. That is www.thekingdomtruth.org. God bless you until we meet again.